I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you... Stu and Blake. Hello and welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. I am Blake Harrison and joining me as ever is Stu Whiffin. Hello, you are right. <laughs> yeah, I sort of stumbled on my words there because I was thinking like, do I introduce you in some weird way? And I just went, as ever, <laughs> as ever, is Stuart Whiffin. Um, how you doing, mate? You good? Yeah, all good. All good. So... There's a monster card at the weekend, so we thought we'd do a little pre-show. Um, but obviously, the big news was the fact that top of the bills changed. Oh, uh, I was at work when I found out, and there's like the camera. I love operator. the way that you're talking about this. Like you remember it, like the day that Kennedy died. Yeah, no, it was for me. It was. <laughs> this is this is my grassy knoll. It's UFC 282. Is my grassy knoll. Um, I uh, I was at work. And I was talking earlier that day, I was talking about how much I'm looking forward to this. Cause there's a couple of guys that are like sort of into MMA a little bit. And the cameraman, he, uh, DOP, he, he actually does a lot of jujitsu and has rolled with like Guy Ritchie and, and, and people like that. And I was chatting to him about it and stuff. And we were talking about fights. And I was like, Oh, can't wait for Yuri Glover. And then just a, literally hours later, I went up to him. I was like, mate, have you heard the news? And he was clearly nowhere near it. I was like devastated. And he was like, Oh, right. Well, that's a shame. I was like, no, it's it's more. This is this is awful. This you can is get up off the floor now, Blake. This, like, why, this why are you horrendous. in a fetal position crying? <laughs> no, that's how I felt. I couldn't believe it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what seems to have happened from what I can gather is Yuri Prohashka has injured his shoulder really quite badly. Yeah, and for whatever reason. Uh, He's vacated the belt. Now, you could say that is like that kind of Bushido code that he seems to live by. I'm not going to hold up the division, which is amazing. If that's the truth, if that's, that's the truth, incredible. What a guy. What an You're going to be guy. a cynical prick now, aren't you? No, I just, I mean, it's bad business. Because if he's back yeah. in seven months or something, then yeah. they could have made an interim title fight. He stays the champion. He earns pay-per-view points. Now there's no guarantee that he gets pay-per-view mm. points when he comes back for his fight and all that stuff. And uh, I just, why, you know, I, why, why would, why would he do that? Why would he do what? Why, well, why would like, he vacate? Well, obviously. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, the, the statement given was he didn't want to hold up the division. 
which is admirable and brilliant. And what it seems other like reason it might... would there be? If, if you're going to well, be a cynic, right. what, 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 right, what you know? No, no. Firstly, I'm just going to put out there, I think he's that guy. Yeah. I think Yuri Prohashka, he lives by that kind of samurai code type thing. I think he's that guy. I genuinely think he's that nice. And he went, I don't want to hold up the division. Yeah. Unbelievable. Terrible for business. Hmm. Great for your moral compass and him as a person and all that stuff. That's great. What's the devil on your other shoulder saying? Did he have some pressure put on him by some of the people upstairs because they needed this card to have a belt on it? A legitimate belt. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But I want to believe he's this Bushido code guy, and I think he really is. But I just like, mate, what's your... I don't know if he's got kids or anything, but it's like they can't they can't pop down the shops and buy trainers with his Bushido code. You know, they've got... <laughs> Daddy, what's, what's the currency in the Czech Republic? We need some some Prahas. I don't know, Euros? I don't know, what's the currency in, Pra- in Czech Republic? It's not Republic? Bushido, I can tell you that. It's not Bushido code, mate. That's not how they're buying their Nikes. That's not how they're doing it. Come on, Yuri. Oh, glorious. Oh, man. But um, so, yeah, so I am gutted about that. Then what's happened after that is apparently the UFC have gone to Glover Teixeira and said, right, we want you to fight Ankalaev for the vacant belt. And he said, I can't fight Ankalaev on short notice, but I would fight Jan Blahovic on short notice. And they've gone, no, we want Ankalaev in that main event. He's like, well, no, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'll fight Blahovic. I won't fight Ankalaev. And they said, okay, see you later. Blahovic Ankalaev for the vacant belt. What do you make of that? Has Glover made a mistake? I mean, look, I understand from a fighter's perspective, I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't be forced to fight someone that you think, do you know what? I need extra training to fight this guy because he's a certain type of stylistic matchup or something like that. Or I just need to, to work this differently. Glover's this like, is a couple of weeks before the fight. You know, this yeah. is literally like, a matter yeah. of like a couple of weeks. That's so. And Ankalaev's, you know, a tricky character. Like, oh, man, people ain't queuing up to beast. fight him. No, I mean, for a while now, I've been thinking he's probably the best light heavyweight in the world, and we'll, we'll get onto that in a minute. But, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a real tricky one. I don't know whether Glover has made a mistake there or not. I mean, I understand from his point of view why he wouldn't want to take Ankalaev on short notice, but at 42 years of age. He's not necessarily just going to be gifted the next title shot. If Yuri comes back from his shoulder injury early, he will be the first one to get the title shot. Yeah. Then Glover's fucking 57 before he's getting any shot. Um, what if Jamal Hill gets a big win against someone? Another guest we've had on the show recently, we had a lovely chat with Jamal Hill. Uh, go and listen to that. But if he, if he gets a big win, it does, does Glover get pushed back and pushed back and pushed back? Uh, I don't think he's in this incredible position with the UFC where he can say, you need me. You, 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 you know you're giving me the next title shot. That's not guaranteed, and you're 42 years of age. I just, I just I don't, I don't know where he's going to go from here and if it's going to go the way he wants, because he might end up fighting someone random like a Jamal Hill and being in trouble. I don't, that, you just don't know. I just don't know. What do you think? Has he made the right decision? I think he's obviously gone in there uh, and and just thought, well, obviously he's probably thinking, I don't fancy that Ankalaev. And, and I don't see Glover as a liar. I'm sure he's probably being completely truthful and saying, I, I need more time if I'm going to fight him. 
Yeah, and, and that's. I don't think he's scared reasonable. of him. He, he's a, he's a former champion veteran. He's not scared. And uh, and so you think, right? Well, he's he was due to fight for the belt, so he's the only fighter left in that fight. So is he thinking, well, I should have more say over who I fight? Yeah, and I think that's perfectly reasonable to yep. to be able to sort of put your case forward that, well, look, you know, I'll fight Yan. Uh, but they're saying, obviously, no, we want this. And so he's obviously just counter, you know, counter argued that. And, and they've just gone, oh, well, in which case then, no, you're not, you, you know, you're no longer on the card, which you kind of worry that will we now see Glover fight again? Like, we, you know, has this soured it? We don't know yeah. where the relationship is. I don't know if Glover said anything, but like you say, you know, it, I, I think we all wanted him to, you know, to to have won that that last fight and 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 retired, but you know, even when he got the belt, you wanted him to. I thought that was going to be it, and he was going to you know sail off into the sunset and and pay per view points, mate. Pay per view points. If you become and, champ, you've got to defend it. Pay per view. I know, and 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 don't get me wrong. Like that fight with Yuri, like was was incredible, and and, and I would have oh. been all over it again. Um, oh, yeah. And I and I feel for him that like. Has he just kissed goodbye to his last chance of gold? Maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, look, I love Glover. I think he's fantastic. Um, I really hope he gets another crack at the belt because it would be a wonderful story if he could win that again at his age after the career he's had. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think you, I think it could. it's difficult. I don't think the relationship would necessarily be too soured. Mm. I think it's just that... The UFC will go, look, you, you can't call shots here. We're the UFC. We call the shots and we you'll fight who we tell you to fight. Otherwise, don't fight. And do you Gover's think- at an age where it's either you either do go, you take your opportunity when it comes or you risk retiring. But maybe he's well, happy with that. Well, obviously he's fought Yan. So he's like, is it like the UFC thing? Well, we've seen that. Like, Yes. Do we, you know, Ankalaev's the... He's the, the prospect, prospect, isn't he? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. So we're now left with you know Glover probably scratching his head, thinking, "Oh bollocks, have I made a real bad move here?" But yeah. what we're left with is is Yamblahovic versus Ankalaev. Um, do you think this is going to be a pretty straightforward win for Ankalaev? Um. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I've got a history of whenever I pick against Blahovic, he wins. But whenever I, <laughs> whenever I pick Blahovic, he loses. <laughs> like, I think I picked Blahovic against Glover, he lost. And every other time, I've picked like Adesanya against him and whoever else, Dominic Reyes, maybe. And uh, and yeah, he proves me wrong every time. So I can't pick Blahovic white fights very well. Um, but I, I would favour Ankalaev in this. I don't think it's going to be a hugely exciting fight, if I'm honest. I think both of them can be defensively sound at points. I think that um, Ankalaev can wrestle, but I think he's a bit more of a striker. Um, I don't know. I I, I see Ankalaev winning. I could see the first couple of rounds being close and then Ankalaev pulls away, but I think Ankalaev could win like a 50-45 decision. Um, Yeah. I don't see it be like, I mean, his fight with Santos was really boring. 
uh, as much as I like Ankalaev in terms of, I, I think he is very, very good. He's, uh, say, defensively sound, good wrestling, all that stuff. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Um, as I say, the, the only loss is, I, 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 think, I don't know if he's on, how long's his win streak now? Is it like a six-fight win streak, something like that? Maybe more, I don't know, in the UFC. But, um, it was a while ago he fought Craig, wasn't it? Yeah, well, the Paul Craig fight's his only loss. Mm. In the in the UFC, and it was in that, a fight and he, he was winning. Oh, and dominating! It's mm. only that Craig put up that amazing triangle with a second to go. So, he done a Paul Craig. He done a Paul Craig. Um, I I'm going Ankalaev. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but but history would dictate that if I'm picking Ankalaev, Blahovich will win. <laughs> but uh, but I'm picking Ankalaev. Who are you picking? Uh, same. Yeah, I, I think yeah. he's uh, going to take this moment and, and shine. Um, so. Second on the card. Oh, mate, what a story. I mean, we love Paddy, of course. I mean, it's pretty mental, isn't it? It's it's a real indication. When you look at who else is on that card, yeah, that Paddy's up there. Yeah. It shows the power and the attention there is around Paddy the Baddy. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's a real indication of what the UFC feel like they have with Paddy Pimblett. Um, for him to be the co-main event in only, what, his fourth fight on yep. a pay-per-view. I mean, there's Robbie Lawler's on this card. Yeah. Darren Till's on this card. I oh, mean, no. it's, it's good. And, and to be honest, the fight that is my fight of the night that I'm looking forward to more than anything else is Bryce Mitchell, Ilya Taporia. That is hand the sanitizer. fight. Ah, oh, hand sanitizer boy. And, and Bryce Mitchell fucking crazy conspiracy theorist guy. I mean, there's some interesting stuff going on there. I mean... Oh, hang on. Is he James Crass? No. I don't think so, no. No. Bryce Mitchell, I think, has his own shit going on. He's like... Bryce Mitchell was definitely wanking in uh, James Crass's (laughs) Oh, yes! (laughs) Yes! (laughs) That story's amazing. I can't can't go into that. We're we're pushed for time. I can't go into that story now. But James Crass, Bryce Mitchell... The sock. Google it. Google it <laughs> if you dare and find out the disgusting shit that went on there. But- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I don't <laughs> think he's a James Krause. Um, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, mm. but I don't think he's a glory MMA guy. I think he trains right. locally near him in like Arkansas or whatever. Yeah. James Krause is, where is he? Is he like Ohio or somewhere like that? Or God, where's glory? I don't, I, I don't know. But um, We'll get to Bryce. But We'll get to Bryce. D- Paddy the Baddy. Pimlet. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at Jared Gordon, like he's, he's a bit of a UFC veteran now. He's had a lot of fights in the UFC. Um, looking at his record, for Charles Oliveira in 2019. Yeah, um, he's lost some big fights. I mean, Grant Dawson is, I think, ranked yeah. now. Um, uh, Charles Oliveira is a former champ. He's, he's fought him. Uh, who yeah. else was there? There's a big name that he's lost to. I'm trying to think who it was now. Um, Charles Oliveira, Diego Ferreira. Diego uh, Ferreira, another ranked yeah. lightweight. I mean... Jared Gordon, in terms of his his time in the cage, I don't yeah. think Paddy's going to bring him anything he hasn't seen before. That's you know how he reacts to it or not. I don't know, but but he will have seen everything in that cage. He is a veteran, mm. but it's outside the cage that the Paddy stuff can I think get in your head, much like it used to do with Connor. Jared Gordon's never been a co-main event of a pay per view card. That's never happened. He's never going to have had the eyes on him that he's going to have this week leading up to a fight with Paddy Pimblett. But Paddy takes it all in his stride. He loves it. Paddy loves this stuff. And but, if you don't love it, how does it affect you? But is this Jared Gordon, you know, is he, is he thinking, I've got the golden ticket? I've got the golden ticket. Because every fighter's calling out Paddy now. 100%. You know, getting, yeah. fucking YouTubers are calling him out for big money to spar. Ooh. Like and and so when you've got somebody that you know has got a very sort of up and down career in the UFC, you know, and you get that carrot dangled that you're going to be the co-main fighting somebody that you know is Paddy beatable? You know, I I don't know. He's 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 looked a lot of people would say UFC, he is. but a lot of people will say he is. A he's lot of looked, people will say he looks beatable because he's been beating Cage Warriors before and he hasn't been perfect in the UFC. By his own admission as well. He yes. said his last he said his last few performances he's been very disappointed in himself. He's I've been great. He's getting finishes and it's been fantastic fan friendly fights, but he's been clipped hard in a mm. couple of his fights. Yeah. But that's I guess it's that kind of drama and excitement is why you love him because he's he's wild. Yeah. And and yeah, uh, I I can't wait for this. I think it's going to be amazing. We're on the paddy train, of course we are. We yes. love him. Uh, but, yeah, you know, what's it going to be like not having Molly on the card? Will that affect him? Probably not. No, but, I don't think so. But, but, yeah, I mean, Paddy's made for, for big events and all the, all the fireworks. It, you know, it's what he's about. He's a superstar. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised that Comain, like, you know, just casting my eyes down this yeah. card. It's like, really? But, I mean... But that's it. Fair, what an, a, fair what play an achievement. To fair what play an achievement. to him. What an achievement. It's an indication of what the UFC feel like they could have here with Paddy. If he gets yeah. a finish on a Cobain event of a pay-per-view, on, uh, I, I think that's it. You, you, the UFC will strap the rocket to him and they will give him, okay, London or Cardiff or whatever it is, he's going to come up springtime of next year, you're going to fight a ranked opponent. And we're probably going to give you a ranked opponent that is one of your more favourable matchups. Again, not that Paddy will be calling for that. Paddy will fight anyone. 
But the UFC will go, we want to keep this train going as long as we possibly can. And if we can give you favorable matchups, we will. That's not Paddy's fault. Paddy's just doing his thing, earning big money, talking the talk, walking the walk, all that kind of stuff. But the UFC as a business will realize they've got a potential superstar on their hands here. Not only is he fan-friendly fighter in his style, he, he gets clipped, but he gives it back. He talks well, and he can also branch out a bit. That speech that he did about reaching out to your friends because you'd rather your friend cry on your shoulder than carry their coffin, that went, that transcended the world of MMA. My wife is a mindfulness practitioner and a mindfulness coach, particularly for children. (laughs) She saw that and she knew who Paddy was because she knows that I've had him on the show and she follows a little bit of MMA because I am so into it. But she was like, oh my God, there's like, mindfulness pages that I follow, putting up Paddy's speech about men's mental health, about suicide awareness, all that kind of stuff. This guy can transcend and the UFC can see that. And when he's talking about issues like that, putting in the performances that he does and being entertaining and funny as well, they've got, he ticks every single box and it just makes sense for the UFC to do whatever they can to get him as close to the belt as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're talking the post-fight show. Uh, you know, if the outcome is, it goes Paddy's way, then we'll talk about options. You know, of ranked opponents and that. Then. Yes, absolutely. Um, Ponzinibbio versus Robbie Lawler. I am not looking forward to this fight at all. This Are you is... seeing it as a bad night in the office for Robbie? Oh, mate, I think it's going to be sad. I think it could be a sad, sad night. I think Robbie. Is is maybe one of those fighters that um, he's he's given us the fans too much of himself. When you you look back on those legendary fights against McDonald, Hendricks, Condit, people like that, he was probably he's probably the most exciting champion ever, or at least he's up there in the conversation. Like, who's more exciting as a champion than Robbie Lawler? I mean, obviously GSP, Khabib, they were better champions. What is exciting? Pure excitement. Robbie Lawler gave us epic fights. I mean, yeah. the fights that will stand the test of time. I mean, yeah. But has he given us too much of himself? Because now he's what's he like? He's one and five in his last Just six looking, fights. Yeah, like and who's his win against? Nick Diaz. Yeah, mate, it's not good reading, is it? We see Barbarina destroy him. Uh, obviously, he's lost to Magni, lost to Colby, lost to Askren, lost to RDA. I mean, these are all high-level fighters he's losing to. Let's make no mistake. Uh, got a win over uh, Cowboy. Prior to that, lost to Tyron. Like, but then you go back and you look. Wins over Condit, McDonald, Hendricks, Matt Brand, oh. Ellenberger, Rory again. Like, Joss Koscheck. Like, these are like absolute killers, and yep. like, and they were all just fucking great fights and that's why we love Robbie but I don't know it's not for us to say but has he has he been going on too long now like you say has he given too much of himself and I don't know it's it's I don't know it's I hate to be the guy saying someone needs to hang up the gloves I sort of did it with the Dominic Reyes thing Lawler's not in that place he's not getting starched with the first punch or anything like that like Dom Reyes got done um but I do worry about his long-term health. Right, that's now I now see Robbie Lawler's name on the fight card, and I go, "Oh God, I hope this is okay." And that's never, as a fan, that's never a place you want to be in. And I don't think it's the best place for a fighter to be in when fans are going, 
I hope this is going to be all right. So, I mean, Ponzinibbio's by no means on a win streak. He's, he's, I think he's lost his last two, but they were split decisions. And they yeah. were against, like, Jeff Neal and, and Pereira. But these are great fighters, you know. Ponzinibbio's still really good, I think. Um, and, and I do th- see it being a potentially certain up for Robbie. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope mm. I'm wrong. But, yeah, it's just He's still got point. power in their hands, Robbie Lord. I make no mistake. And you Sure. Know, but let's yeah. not write him off just yet. Okay. All right. He's done, he's done enough. Sad about he's done enough. We, we owe him this one. Let's let him have this one. No, see, I think we owe him like a nice retirement. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I think we owe him a trip to Mauritius on yeah. some sun loungers. Just rest up, take care of your health, mate. Be there for your kids, all that stuff. The, you know, there's not enough... Uh, research into the whole CTE thing with MMA. We don't know what the long-term impacts yeah. are going to be, really. Robbie Lawler is one of those guys where you're like, if anyone's got to be studied for that stuff, he's, he's one of the top candidates because he's taken some some big shots and stayed yeah. stayed with it. But like, how much damage is there? I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a worrying one for me. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm, I worry for Lawler. Let's, let's move on to... All right. So somebody that hasn't been to uh, to Mauritius but has been out in Thailand training hard uh, with uh, Brendan Lochnane. Uh he's uh, he's Darren Till, uh, who we're we're finally seeing back in the octagon uh, against Drickus. Um, yeah. It's hard to hard to call this because it's been so long since we've seen Darren Till fight. We you mm. know what you know where's he been with his injuries and. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Where, you know, what's going on? What Darren Till are we going to see turn up and fight a 185? Yeah, I don't really know what to, to make of this fight. That is the really big question, isn't it? Is that which Darren Till will, will turn up? I actually think Drickers is a good fight for Darren. I don't think Drickers is going to do too much of the wrestling. Um, he does hit hard, though, but I kind of feel like... His strikes are a bit more wild than Darren's. 
And I think Darren's got way better technical striking. You look back at that fight he had with like the Gastelums and Robert Whittaker as well, even though he lost against Whittaker, he it was like a striking chess match. And even Whittaker was like, Whittaker, who is obviously behind Adesanya and maybe Pereira now, but Whittaker for a long time has been one of the best strikers in that middleweight division, a, a fantastic fighter. Make and he's, no mistake, Darren Till's a high-level striker. High-level striker. And I think he will technically have the edge over Drickus, but... The problem is, ever since that Masvidal knockout, it feels like Darren's been quite gun-shy. And it feels like, Whoa. you know, I know that there's there's technical and there's playing chess and playing for counters and all that kind of stuff. And then there's just, you're not pulling the trigger, mate. Unless um, we and, might uh, see the Smash Brother. What are we going to see on the floor? Well, that's the thing. Since his last fight, which was against Brunson, wasn't it, back in like September of last year, he didn't look like Darren Till. He looked soft. He looked... It just, I mean, and he still caught Brunson on the way in with one shot, mm. and then it just, just didn't happen for him. But Darren, since that fight, has um, got this lovely relationship going with, with Hamzat Shemaev. And if any of that drive, confidence, and ruthlessness has rubbed off on Darren, we could be seeing Darren 2.0. We could be seeing Till get a couple of fights under his... A couple of wins under his belt and make a run at the title. I think it's it's definitely possible. He's just got to get over, I think, some of the mental aspect of, of our, what I think that Masvidal fight did to him. Um, and It's weird, isn't it? When, you know, I know when we spoke very early on in, on the podcast and we spoke to Brad Pickett and he said, you know, he had a couple of KOs and it changed his fight style. He no, he, he no longer wanted to sort of yes. put himself in the firing line to, to pull the trigger and, yes. and was aware that he could get knocked out. Mm. And and I think that confidence you have as a young fighter that Darren Till clearly had, you know, that he would put himself in the mix and he would get finishes and probably, you know, and, and, and didn't get finished. And now he's had a few of them. It's gonna, it, it's impossible for it not to filter through into your, you know, your game plan in your head. It's like, oh, do I want to be in the firing line here? Do I not? Like, uh, I, and Dr- I, 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 Drickus is that guy as well. He's yeah. called Drickus Still Knocks Duplessis and Still Knocks is based around, I think, a sleeping pill in South Africa called Still Knocks. And that's what he's, he's based his nickname on. He can hit hard. He can knock you out. I just, I'm going to favour Darren in this fight, though. I think we're going to see Darren, the Smesh brother, come in and be a way better technical fighter, hit Drickus with some counters hard, land that left hand early, and Drickus is going to be like, whoa, and, and, and back off a bit, and, and Darren's going to, going to do him. I, I, th- I think Darren can do it and come back. Well, obviously we hope so, because uh, we, you know, we're always going to favour the Brit fighters. And, and if social media is anything to go by, Darren Till looks like he's in good nick. You know, Which is that, really that soft important. body we saw against Brunson, it doesn't yeah. seem to be there at the moment, unless he's going to go for yeah. uh, a week long of uh, of eat all you can buffets. Uh, I think we're going to see a, a, a lean and mean till. You never um, know and- with Darren. <laughs> you just yeah. don't know. He can do anything. He's crazy. Um, so you're you're super excited about um, uh, Bryce Mitchell uh, and Tapuria, yeah? Yes. I mean, look, normally this is the kind of fight where I'd watch at least three or four of their last few fights back to back to get a real indication of how I think this fight's going to go. Someone's I haven't had the time to do got to go. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I haven't had the time to do that this time round, but was it 15 and 0 and 12 and 0, uh, two ranked guys in the top 15 of a stacked featherweight division, 
both undefeated fighters, as you said. This is the fight. Mitchell, I think, will have the upper hand in the grappling, but Tapuria is very, very good at the grappling as well. He smashed Ryan Hall. He just did not play his game and just smashed him. Um, he also, unfortunately, knocked out our mate Jai Herbert, mm-hmm. who we've undercut, and that was in the weight class above. So Tapuria's got power in his hands. Uh, Mitchell's such a phenomenal grappler and, and wrestler. He's so slick, unbelievable jujitsu. Like he twists he's a phenomenal knobhead as well. Uh, there's, there's, there is that. There, there is that. Um, we can't not mention that. Oh, yeah, he is. It's difficult, and it? He is a big yeah. conspiracy theory. I mean, at first, I thought it was really fun. There's this crazy story mm. about him doing DIY in his house using a drill and getting his testicles caught around the drill. <laughs> Please go and Google that if you dare. Um, it is horrific. Um, and he Madness seemed like this- aside, he's a legit problem, isn't he? Oh, big time. He's like, but featherweight is stacked. Like this was supposed to be Bryce Mitchell versus Movsar Evloev, who again, another phenomenal mm. fighter. More of a grappler heavy guy, Evloev. So I don't know how much Bryce Mitchell has been channeling his stand up because I think if you're Tapuria, and I might be wrong, as much as Tapuria has got good ground game, I think he's going to want to keep this fight standing and he's got power in those hands and I think he's a better striker than maybe Evloev. So... Is Bryce Mitchell coming into this not as trained up as he could be for a fighter like Tapuria? I'm not sure. But yeah, oh, I'm super excited about this fight. I'm leaning Tapuria, but honestly, if this fight gets to the ground, Bryce Mitchell is so slick and so unorthodox. Um, he's got those got a couple of like twister finishes, isn't he? That like he's like one of the only guys yeah. in the UFC to have twister finishes, and he's got two. He's got two of them. Um, yeah, phenomenal. Um this is the fight for me. I cannot wait for this fight. Yeah. Um, just sort of looking at, at where we're at with the rest of the card. Um, I mean, you, you want to talk about Rosenstrike and, and, and Dorcas, yeah? I mean, it's it's a fight. It's happening. It might it'd probably be fun. I reckon someone will get knocked out. Not cool. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I think I think the winner or loser of this fight could be the next up for Taito Ivasa. I said that in our yeah, previous. Uh, if you right, haven't listened yeah. to our uh, post UFC Orlando and stuff, go and quickly listen to that. We talk about the crazy James Krause gambling situation that's mm. going on. If you haven't heard about that, please go and listen to that. And uh, also post UFC Orlando, where we saw Taito Ivasa beat by Pavlovich and an amazing fight between Wonderboy Thompson and. Uh, Kevin Holland, so go and listen to that if you can. But there's not a huge... There's there's loads of interesting fights on this card, well, but there's not a huge amount one. to say about. Go on, what's the so, next one? Yeah, Raul Rosa Jr. <coughs> so, oh, yeah. 18 years of age, yep. and uh, just come off of uh, a win in the Contender Series. Lots of hype around him. Um, obviously, his age, and Dana's clearly a fan, you know, yep. has, has spoken a lot about him. So he's making his UFC debut to, uh, on, on Saturday. So 6-0 record moving into uh, the UFC. So excited to see that um, fighting Jay Perrin. Um, what else is on the card that, uh, that you want to... So I think Chris Curtis versus Joaquin Buckley. Joaquin Buckley, the owner of the greatest knockout in UFC ever oh as... as as uh, uh, what's the word? As as deemed by uh, by myself, <laughs> um, it was phenomenal. Um, uh, Chris Curtis, Joaquin Buckley he, should be a good fight. Did Buckley? 
He was in London, wasn't he? And he got the loss that he was very unhappy about, wasn't it? Was that? Am I right in saying I that? I don't don't think so. Was he in London? No, maybe he it was. wasn't. No, I've got it wrong. I've got it wrong. My bad. No, I can't My remember. Um, but Billy Quarantillo versus Alex Hernandez should be a bit of a banger. Quarantillo, Quarantillo. It was so. Chris Curtis that got the loss. Yes, in oh, London against, against Hermanson. Yes, yes, he was unhappy, yeah. but it was a clear loss. He just, uh, I think, he just got a bit emotional, uh, which yeah. is understandable. Um, but yeah, him versus. Buckley, I think, will be a fun fight. Quarantillo versus uh, Hernandez, I think, should be a really fun fight. Um, Gustafsson is out of the OSP fight. It was Gustafsson versus OSP, which, to be honest, was just, I, just, I don't know. I wasn't particularly excited about it. It is two veterans and stuff, but after what happened with the Krilov fight, I don't know that Gustafsson should be getting back in there too quickly, so I'm sort of glad he's pulled out. OSP is not a fight that many people yeah. would be excited about. No, so OSP's now fighting Antonio Trocoli, uh, who I don't know a huge amount about. But um, And then the other interesting fight on the card is um, Edmund Shabazian versus Dolce uh, Lungiambula. And, oh, and where is Shabazian at? Shabazian was one of these highly touted young prospects undefeated he had some fantastic knockout victories in the ufc went on a bit of a tear and then Head came up against Brad Tavares was yeah i mean was phenomenal then he fought brunson lost then he fought hermanson lost then he fought imarvov lost and he's now staring down the barrel of a four fight losing streak and i think maybe this is one of those advertisements for young fighters being thrown into the fire and into the upper echelons of their division too quickly. He's still very young, but I, I think he was maybe thrown up in with the Lions a bit too quickly. Um, and as I say, if he loses a four fight, I mean, is that him cut? Is that him gone? It, it could very well it's, be. It's um, weird, isn't it? Like, you, you know, a win over Jack Marshman and then Brad Tavares and then the next thing you've got is Derek Brunson and Jack Hermanson like, and, and uh, Imanov. Yeah. Uh, like, they're f- fucking serious fights. And yeah. where yeah. do you go after that? And it's like, like you say, one more loss and could be could, could be, be done. done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's young enough to find his way back to the UFC if he goes to the regional scene. I mean, we all know that the PFL and Bellator for fighters like Shabazian could pay him probably more money. But mm-hmm. how much of a... You, you're not in a strong bargaining position to get extra money if you're on four fight losing streak it's just not not going to happen so he might have to and it might be good for him to go to like one of the more regional scenes again for a bit go down to um the lfa or 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 something like that and fight fight there and get get a couple of wins under your belt there and then maybe go to one of the bigger promotions again and and see where you're at uh because he's young enough to find his way back to the ufc but that's got to be so bad for your confidence when you're on a free fight losing streak. And if you get a fourth, I mean, that's got to be you done. With the UFC yeah. anyway, for now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's all the action that's coming this Saturday. Um, if you like Paddy the Baddy, I'm sure you're very excited about this uh, upcoming fight. Go check out uh, our back catalogue because you'll find two episodes. Uh, one where we talk about, uh, was it Paddy's debut in London? Uh, we've had him on three it times. Was. Was it three times in total? I think we, we've had Paddy on three times. So the latest two were more like to do with his UFC debut and then to do with maybe UFC London, the first one back in I March. Right. And but prior to that, mm. we, had, we had him on again uh, before... David Martinez 
fight in yeah. his last, they had him on before his last fight in Cage Warriors. Mm. And it's a fantastic chat. He talks a lot about like mental health, his process, the, the, the battles he's had mentally when he's, you know, had bad injuries, all these kinds of things. It's a phenomenal chat. Uh, so go and find that one. It's probably one of the earliest ones we did, but I think it still stands up against a lot of the other episodes as one of our, our, our greatest chats talking to Paddy and in, in maybe like, I don't know. It's definitely within the first like eight episodes. I think we, we spoke to Paddy for the first time. Phenomenal Absolutely. chat. And uh, obviously it's great to, when you listen to it, you know, he ain't changed. The UFC yeah. has not changed him at all. He's always been this guy. Um, so Just yeah. Just with better phenomenal. teeth, man. Better teeth, yeah. <laughs> Same haircut, better teeth. Um, but yeah, we've mentioned Derek Brunson on today's episode. Go check out our chat with Derek Brunson. We was uh, we was lucky to get some time with him. Uh, and go and have a look in the archives because we've been so lucky with this podcast to chat to so many uh, incredible UFC fighters, fighters from Bellator, PFL. Uh, and uh, all other Cage Warriors of course um, a stack of fighters from Cage Warriors uh, go have a good old rummage about in that archive I've done over 100 episodes now and uh, and they're all available for free uh, and just in case you think you're going to miss one if you subscribe then they'll just pop up on your listening device and you don't need to worry about missing anything um, keep up with us on social media we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and we'll be back next time for a post fight show we we will so next week we'll have the post fight show and also if you are just listening to this we do have our YouTube channel as well and if you're watching this thanks for watching uh, laters yeah yeah bye bye